You are listening to the Balkan Bread Podcast. This is a podcast created to connect diaspora worldwide by sharing each other's stories. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Balkan Bread podcast. My name is Amina and thank you guys so much for being here. So I've been trying to stay consistent and trying to stay true to one of my resolutions this year of 2020, which is to upload consistently with this podcast and It's definitely been a challenge. I definitely haven't uploaded every single week. Unfortunately, there is a lot that goes into these episodes in addition to just me sitting down and recording. I have to upload all of this audio into my editing platform, writing the description of the episode, and lately I've been making these little snippets, which you guys really seem to enjoy, um, just like little sound bites from each episode and sharing those on Instagram as well as in our Facebook group. So if you guys aren't a part of our Facebook podcast group, I highly recommend you request to join. So I will have the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. And basically in there, I share different previews. I ask you guys for advice and just recommendations as far as episodes go. So yeah, definitely join there. And as always, if you guys are enjoying the podcast, go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. And that's, I think those are all of the announcements. I'm going to go ahead and get into today's topic. So today, kind of general overview, as I'm sitting down and recording this, it is March 8th, so it's International Women's Day, super exciting. Anyway, I was thinking about just influential women in my life and also in my journey, and I think over the past three, four years, there's been this huge theme just on social media and just anywhere you look, this theme of being a girl boss and being in this hustle culture, which I really want to talk about the word hustle and how much it kind of bothers me, honestly, now that I've sat down and thought about it. And I also have researched it and listened to other podcasts talking about it. So I want to kind of break that down and how it's affected me as a female Balkan business owner and in hopes that some of you guys can relate if you're pursuing your own ventures. And I really just want to open up on this episode about, so funny, I'm sitting down and I'm like constantly talking with my hands. Do you guys do that too? Is this, it might just be an Amina thing, but I I feel like it's a Balkan thing. I don't know. I'm like emphasizing my words. It's actually ridiculous. (laughs) So I just really want to talk about some things that I've learned because now we're coming up on the two year anniversary of starting this brand, which is absolutely wild. Never would have thought we would get to this point, but here we are. And there really is a method to all of this madness, and there is a greater purpose 
I think, even though I don't really know what that looks like yet. I just know that it exists and it's there. And I'm constantly going each day. How do I say that? I know it exists and I know it's there. And I know that every single day I'm doing one thing that's going to get me closer to that place, even though I'm not really sure where it is quite yet. I really hate the question, where do you see yourself in five years? Just because I think it's so unpredictable. It's something that people are going to ask you a lot, you know, if you're going into these job interviews and things like that, especially post-grad. And I just, this question irks me so much because there really is no way to tell. And I feel like we're all just expected to come up with some BS kind of cookie cutter answer when I never would have imagined that I would be doing this, you know, start of college. If you told me I'd own my own business, I wouldn't even know where, like how that, what that even looks like and how to even get started into that. So while I'm still starting and everything is very fresh, I think there's a good foundation in place having done this for the past two years. I've definitely gone through a lot of things as well as I'm encountering new problems that I never really had to deal with, I guess, when I first started because there's just different things that you're going to go through. Like when you first start, it's really figuring out the logistics of everything and making sure that your business is a functioning unit and that all the moving parts are working together in harmony. That's like the most important thing. And once you have that, you can really start focusing on, okay, how am I going to increase my profit margins? How am I going to reach more people? How can I optimize my website for better traffic? And just these things that seem kind of little, but they're actually really important. So that's what I've been spending probably the past six months just trying to figure it out because the first part of starting your business is almost just getting over that hurdle and getting started and just literally just starting and having something for yourself because it is really difficult. It really is. And most businesses aren't even profitable in that first year, let alone the second year that they're in business because you're just trying to get everything in order. You're trying to get your name out there. You're almost bending over backwards in a lot of different ways because you are trying to build that trust with people and you're trying to differentiate yourself and show what kind of value you're going to offer into other people's lives. Like it's literally, I think the first year just figuring out, you know, why, why should people buy this? Why is this so important that someone is going to take the time out of their day to go on your website and purchase this item that you're selling or service, whatever it may be? Why is that so important? And once you kind of pinpoint that, you can start going off on all these different paths and avenues and looking at different ways to make money within your business and also create a sense of community, which is my overall goal for Balkan Bread is I've always said it ever since the beginning, it's not just about the clothes, it is about the people wearing the clothes. And that is how it will always be in my eyes. That is just how this brand has evolved naturally one of the biggest things that sets us apart from other brands is preaching on the storytelling and being vulnerable with each other and not holding back because 
at the end of the day, I want to create these safe spaces where people can talk, share ideas, get connected, and also have something that holds us all together at the same time, which is that material aspect and that's that clothing item or that coffee mug or that baseball cap, whatever it may be, it's so special and it's so important because when you put on that hoodie or that sweatshirt or that t-shirt, you automatically have this feeling of belonging and that's something that no one's ever going to be able to take away from you. Like even if the sweatshirt ends up, you end up losing it or leaving it at a hotel or I don't know, just random things could happen. Maybe you completely spill coffee on it. You can't get the stain out. It doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, it's that story that came with that sweatshirt and it's that meaning behind it that matters. But that is the general kind of grand scheme of things. And where we are today, wow. I was thinking back to a year ago just where this business was and things that I was going through also in my personal life. Oh my goodness. So different. It is absolutely ridiculous. I say this every year. I feel like here we are 2020. I think I said the same thing in 2018 when I first started this podcast and put it out there. Like, gosh, I feel so old. I don't even know. It hasn't been that long, but I have the worst perception with time also. I have no idea. Literally, things that have happened like this month, to me, it feels like it happened three months ago. I don't know why. Is anyone else like that? Because that is something that I have the hardest time with. I don't know why, but that's why for me, it's really beneficial to write about everything and journal it and have those dates and those timestamps because when I have the dates, I can kind of look back and put two and two together and tell myself, oh, Amina, this was only six months ago and you were dealing with that and look where you are today. That's freaking incredible. So as I've gone through all these different things, encountered so many problems and just so many different issues and all kinds of things, the first year and a half, I had a lot of time to focus solely on this business. And I really do believe I was using my time wisely and I was doing the right things. I was figuring out different ways that maybe didn't take up as much time, but I knew they would help ultimately grow the business. And then of course, there are things that are going to take a little longer, but if you invest in the right people and the right tools, you can get there a little bit faster or at least a little bit smarter. You know, they always say work smarter, not harder. And that is so true because you don't want to burn yourself out. So anyway, I had a lot of time to, you know, record these podcasts, work on the website, meet up with different people, hear their ideas, have all of these different conversations. And now it's a lot harder for me. So one of the things when I first started this business, and I remember when I graduated college, I wasn't even, it wasn't even that long ago, but I think I was very naive because I will never forget graduation day. We we're all getting our little numbers, our little cards. So you have a number and that's the order that you walk in. And I think in my graduating class, there were probably, 
gosh, I think there were 400 kids, maybe 500. I don't know. But anyway, we were getting our numbers and you had to go to all these different little stations. And so I remember going over to one of them with um, one of my friends that was in one of my classes at the time, Sydney. And the guy there was asking us like, hey, will you do this survey? It's like post-grad, whatever, your plans. We're just trying to collect data. And we had nothing better to do. So we're like, yeah, sure, we'll do the survey, no problem. So we did the survey. And I remember the first question was like, what are your plans after graduating? And they were literally just had like three or four options. And it's like starting work, um, going into master's program, just stuff like that. And I remember my plan after I graduated, I wanted to take time off for myself. And at this point I had started Balkan Bread, but I didn't have like the official website. It was still Etsy store, all that kind of stuff. I was very much so in the beginning stages and having that fire and drive. Not that I don't have that now. It's just a lot different when you first come out with this idea and you're so excited about it and stuff like that. So I remember asking the guy, oh, is there an option that I'm going to travel for three months and work on my business? And I just remember him kind of looking like, oh, you can write that in the other, you know, box down there. And yeah, that is the kind of mind frame. And just that is the mindset that I was in when I graduated, which is probably not good at all. And I didn't really have a concrete business plan. I didn't realize that there are things called bills that you have to pay and you have to be very logical and you can't always be super taking risks all the time. You know, don't be stupid. Like, yes, go after your dreams and do all these incredible things. But you also have to think about the real world as sad as that can be sometimes, but that doesn't mean you can't find these opportunities that are ultimately going to help you succeed in your business. So I know a lot of my friends and family and anyone that has started their own business, they've always started their business and still had another job at the same time. And so for whatever reason, when I first started, I you're going to hear so many different, like if you've ever even that thought has crossed your mind about entrepreneurship and wanting to take that leap and start your business and all these different things, you're going to find a lot of people that say, go ahead and quit your job, go ahead and invest in. And I'm not saying this is like the wrong thing to do because it's completely different for everyone in their situation, but This is just very like stereotypical kind of things that I see. So it's like, quit your job, go buy this course. Here's how you're going to, you know, drop ship like cheap things from China. Like there's so many different avenues and ways that you could go about it. But at the same time, it's like, is that viable for me? Is that even a reasonable option? So I've come across a lot of people who do both and now I've become one of those people as well. So not to derail from the whole entrepreneurial mindset and all these different things, which I talked about in the very first episode that I ever recorded of this podcast, which is the how I became an entrepreneur episode highly recommend you guys go listen to that if you want to hear a little bit more about how I even 
stumbled upon this idea and a lot of the things that I did throughout college really got me to this idea, which is insane. So anyway, not to derail from that because I think you can find jobs where you are challenged in that entrepreneurial way and mind of like sense of thinking, you know, just go work at a startup and you'll see how it is and you'll learn a lot of different things about how to run a business and you might see things that you are like, oh my God, that's such a great idea. I'm going to bring that into my business or, oh, that's kind of interesting how they do that. I don't know if I would want to operate like with that type of, I don't know, mentality or tool or way of doing things. You're going to learn a lot and that's something I had to do because unless you are so committed and you have this great idea and a bunch of different, I think ultimately if you wanted to start a business and you already had these other income streams, you might be okay to not have a traditional job because you have all these different ways that you're making money. At the same time, that can still be difficult if you are doing, let's say you're quote unquote, and I'm using just air quotes for this, but if you're an influencer and you're doing all these different Instagram ads or collaborations, and what I've found is a lot of times the influencers go through some type of agency or their manager, and sometimes they don't get paid until three months after their collaboration. And I'm not saying that's right. Of course, it depends on the contract and stuff like that, but it's not always the most sustainable way to, I guess, make money, but that's why they're looking at different streams of income and making yourself financially secure. So I think when you look at starting your own business in that way, it's a little more appealing because you still have this solid paycheck that you know you're going to get from your day job. And then you have this additional income stream, which is really nice. So if you think about it that way, it's a really great way to kind of start having that cushion and also putting money aside for whatever your business is going to be, or it might already be. So let's just say you want to do photography and having this solid paycheck, you know, you're going to get paid every two weeks or every week or however it's set up. You're able to put that money aside to get yourself a new camera lens. And ultimately this is going to help you with your photography and help you get more clients and things like that. If you start looking at it in that way, I think it's it's a lot more, I guess, motivating and inspiring. And you just have to remember that wherever you're at right now is temporary. And it's so like, nothing's guaranteed. And you might not work in that job for 10 years and that's totally okay. Who knows where you're going to end up? You just don't. (laughs) So I think that's the beauty of it. And just remember that where you're at right now, it you don't have to stay there if that's not where you're happy. And if you're happy where you are, then by all means, that's amazing. So just looking at it in that way is very smart. Um, It is difficult though. I will say it has been 
so challenging because your time is a lot more limited. We all have the exact same number of hours in the day and it's up to you to decide how you're going to use those hours. For me, it's really important to clear the air and let you guys know that this isn't my only job. I do other things too, which obviously, like I said, your current situation isn't your final destination, but at the same time, you're learning so much and you're learning all these different things that you can put into your business, which I think is above all one of the greatest things. So I'm super grateful for that. And I'm so grateful to have both of these amazing opportunities. And I could just say, oh, well, I have this sustainable source of income now. I don't need to worry about my business or I don't need to put as much effort into it. But if anything, it makes me work and motivates me so much more because I'm like, oh my gosh, I can make even more money now. Let's do this. Like, let's get on this. We we got to do this. We got to go big. Seriously. So don't know where I'm going with this sentence, but basically have less time now that I have this other job, which I do love. I'm doing so many things. I'm learning so much about just designing things in Photoshop and learning more about social media and all these different things that I can really put into this, which to me is so freaking cool. Like how similar both of them are. They're similar, but different. Like if I was working let's say a sales job and it's very just routine and yeah, like there isn't a whole lot to that. I I could definitely see where I wouldn't be as inspired to come back home or even spend my weekends just working on my business, which leads me to my next point. And it's putting in the time on the weekend because that is when I have the most time to put into my business. You know, a lot of days I'll come home from work and just be exhausted and might not want to do anything or I might just come home and do some custom orders for you guys, which gosh, you guys love those custom orders. And part of that is my fault because I really need to update these cities on our website because I know there are certain products that are without city, like without certain items. So for instance, a certain city might just have sweatshirts and I need to add hoodies or something like that. So my apologies. I noticed it. I literally have a spreadsheet that has every single country, every single city, every product. And I've been like Xing out every single one as I've uploaded it to the website. So yeah, I feel like I'm just rambling and tell you guys what I do for this business. I'm not trying to complain or anything like that. I'm just putting it all out there. This is real. Like it's work. It's never not going to be work. There are things that are just work and that's okay. But it comes to a point where it's like, how do you separate working so much and taking the time to just live your life? That's where I'm at right now. For me, everything is so intertwined because my personal life is very intertwined with my business because it's a part of who I am. So how do I separate that? But at the same time, I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's not so bad to have them exist together because ultimately it's helping me 
grow my business. It's just these entrepreneurial thoughts. If anyone else has their own business, you totally get what I'm saying. But for me, that's been the hardest thing. When I spend my weekends just going out with friends or doing any kind of social activity, there will be moments where we're just going out to get a drink or dinner or watch a movie nothing crazy. And I'll just be sitting there thinking about what I could be doing for my business. I don't know if that's ever going to go away or if there's a way that I can train my mind to not automatically think about that stuff. It's like having this on and off switch, except the switch is stuck in between all the time. That's how I feel (laughs) most of the time. And Yeah, it's just, it's interesting. I'm still learning how to, I guess, separate the two. And it also, for me, the the reason, so if I'm out with someone and whatever, I'm thinking about my business, all that kind of stuff. And eventually the next day I spend at home, whatever, working. And my motivation to spend time working versus like having the social life is like, Nina, you're behind. It's like, you need to be doing all these things for your business. Why aren't you to this number right now? Oh my God, it's been two years and you're not there yet. Like I just put so much unnecessary pressure on myself. And it's like, dude, you need to recognize that what you're doing, most people probably aren't going to do. They'll probably never do it. And the fact that you're doing it right now is pretty freaking incredible. You know, taking the time, here I am, it's a Sunday night. It is 9 p.m. right now. Um, sitting down recording this because you're choosing to do that. Like, dude, that's amazing. So anyway, I do put pressure on myself as we all do, but it comes to a point where it's like, okay, Mina, one day your time will come to an end. This is like getting so somber. I'm not trying to be somber. I'm just saying like, how do you want to be remembered and how, you know, no one's going to remember how hard you worked. Like, when you die? I mean, I don't know. Okay. This is clearly going to a very weird point. So Mercury's in retrograde and all of my communication and just like thoughts are crumbling. As you can tell, I'm at a loss for words right now (laughs) with what I want to say, but basically it's finding this balance, which I'm not even sure it actually exists, But how do you separate the two and how do you just take a moment to just enjoy your life and not worry so much about your business? It is so freaking hard because it's like you want to be at this level and you want to do all these amazing things. But at the end of the day, you have to make time to enjoy your company and just put away your phone and just have a good time with your friends and family. Like who cares? Like I'm always thinking, I'm like, okay, if I'm waiting and thinking, okay, this is something that could last until tomorrow. What's the harm in waiting? Honestly, like there's certain little things that I can push it back and I shouldn't feel guilty about it because Like I said, I'm doing so freaking much and we need to give ourselves more credit. Okay, talking to all you ladies out there, business owners, seriously, this is not easy. Like this is so hard. It's so hard. I'm not even going to try to (laughs) 
sugarcoat things here, but it's having that balance. And I, (laughs) this is also another deja vu moment. So going back to the first episode and how I was talking about finding a note in my iPhone from, you know, three, four years ago about this very business idea. And I have all these random quotes too in here. So I was looking before I sat down to record this and I have a quote and it says, live for the moments you can't put into words. I don't know where I got that, but yes, that is exactly what you want to do because it's like, really don't have that much time here. And I think sometimes the best moments and the best stories, it's okay. You don't have to share them with everyone. You can keep it for yourself. You can keep it between that special person. It doesn't matter. It's just a moment and it's something that is very special. And gosh, I'm getting so sappy with this. I apologize. But seriously, gosh, just everything that's happened is insane. The people that I've connected with in just these past two years, I'm blown away at the amount of connections that I've made. Oh my goodness. Like it is insane. It is just crazy. Like I'll sit down and I'll just think about it and, um, yeah, I'll start getting emotional because it's it's so freaking crazy. Okay, I have no idea where that came from. I had to give myself a moment there. But anyway, as I was saying, I'm so grateful for all of you and just anyone that has helped me in this journey and anyone that I've literally talked to on the phone, like, about whatever it might be being on a podcast or just talking about random ideas. Like I appreciate you guys so, so much. I get some of the best ideas just from having these little conversations on the phone with you. So thank you for that. So let's talk about the word hustle because it's something that I keep seeing constantly, hustle harder, all of these different quotes. And at the end of the day, it can be quite dangerous and goes back to what I was saying earlier about having that separation between work and your personal life, which can be very hard if your work is intertwined with your personal life. So anyway, it's hard because you are going to get to the point if you're constantly hustling, you aren't going to want to stop when you're tired. You're going to stop when you finish. And sometimes when you finish, it is like, 12 hours after you started and you are completely exhausted. It's going to ultimately affect your lifestyle, your sleeping habits, which sleep is so important. Please don't sacrifice your sleep. It's seriously important and you're going to burn out. I've had this happen to me on multiple occasions and it is quite scary. Sometimes I didn't even realize I was burning out from working so so much so yeah burnout what does that feel like um I don't even know how to explain it but it was to a point where I thought I was like very sick but I could not pinpoint why I was so sick and feeling like I was gonna throw up and just not myself at all and it was because I was pushing myself to the limit 
not only with my business, but just with whatever was going on at my day job. And then also just anything that I was dealing with internally and just all kinds of emotions and crazy things. So that's why that word kind of bothers me. I definitely think there's a better way to go about it and just have a better sense of time management. You know, it's never going to be easy, but you just need to do it. You just need to do it and you need to start. Seriously, that is the best advice. It's like, just get it done because people can talk and talk and talk and talk about their ideas. But the one thing that sets you apart from those people is you actually acting on that idea and making it a reality. And the fact that you're doing that alone in itself is amazing because even if it fails and even if it doesn't go the way you plan, at least you can say that you tried and none of those people are going to be able to say that. So just keep that in mind. I was talking to someone on the phone the other day and I was just saying how at the end of the day, if this whole business completely flops and just fails and just doesn't go anywhere, at least I can live happily with myself knowing that I touched thousands of people's lives and connected with so many people and brought people together in ways that I didn't even know were possible when I first started. That is so cool. That is amazing. And that is something that I constantly think about every single day when I wake up I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is so cool. This life that I'm living, maybe I'm tired. Maybe I don't feel like doing stuff, but I just need to remember where I'm at now and where I was a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. And I want you guys to do the exact same thing for listening to the episode right now is just think about where you were a year ago today and kind of reflect on that. And if your situation is better and if you are happier with where you are at this point in your life, this point in the year, take a moment to really be grateful for that. And you can write it down. You can just keep it in your head. It doesn't matter, but just think about it. Think about where you were and where you are now and all of the things that you went through to get there because it is so important. And I don't think we all do this enough, but it is extremely important. So Now, if you're at a point where you're feeling like I'm not really where I want to be or I feel like I'm in the same place or I feel like I didn't really get anywhere or maybe you feel like you're in a worse place, that's okay too. Think about where you were that year. Think about where you are now and think about, just think about where you want to be. What do you want your life to look like? Because you're totally capable of making that happen. And it might not happen in a year. It might not happen in two years. could happen in three, two and a half. I don't really know. But it is still going to happen. And you have to hold yourself accountable to that, that this isn't forever. Like whatever you're going through right now, it's not forever. Trust me. Wow. I feel like I – so I really want to do a TED Talk. (laughs) What do you guys think? No, seriously, just you, everyone's so hard on themselves these days. And I I was thinking about it. I'm like, why am I constantly like trying to work and get things done? And 
this is also very cultural, I think, because when most of us first came here, my parents first came here, the first thing they did was figure out how they could get a job and start working. And that's all they were thinking about. And so for us, I think as diaspora, that's how a lot of us are wired too. That's how I find that I'm wired is I'm thinking constantly about working. Most of us probably started working at the age of 15, 16, whenever we could start working. That's just, that's just how it is. Like that's what we did. And I just think that's very cultural and something that is in my business a lot. I'm like, damn, like this is, I need to get this shit done. Like I need to get things done. And anyway, so going back to what I was saying earlier about connecting people and if anything happens, if whatever this completely fails and this goes nowhere, which knock on wood, that does not happen. But if it does, what can I live with and what can I say that I did to impact someone's life? Because ultimately that's how that's how I want to live my life and that's how I want people to remember me and that's how I want to create my legacy. So taking that a step further, I want to start a really cool project. I can't reveal too much information, but if you guys have been keeping up with our Instagram account, you may have seen these little notebooks that I posted recently and they're essentially journals. Journaling is something that has always been a huge part of my life. Even when I was younger, I would literally always journal, but even more so ever since 2016 when I started like solo traveling, that's when I really started to actively keep a journal. And I have so many journals now from that point in my life to where I am now. When I first started that journey, I was really discovering, I guess, who I am, as cheesy as that sounds, and just trying different things, um, being more in tune with myself, uh, learning how to manifest these really cool opportunities and things into my life. So I wanted to create something that was a little bit similar for all of us, but a way to connect everyone together because... I kid you not, I get so many emails and direct messages and LinkedIn messages, like so many, any platform that you can think of, I get a message on, okay, seriously, Um, not to talk myself up, but seriously, there's so many cool stories and I'm like, damn, if I could share this with everyone and connect someone who is from this little town in Iowa to another person who's also from that town in Iowa who have similar stories and they can like get together and like have coffee. Like that's so cool. I don't know. That, that's just me. That's this is my vision of what I think it's going to look like. We'll see what it actually turns into. But it's very similar. If you guys have ever seen the movie Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, which I really hope you've seen because I love that movie. It's very similar to that. However, it is going to be in a notebook form. So it's like a traveling notebook that's going to be going around. And that's pretty much all I'm going to say because I'm testing it out with my ambassadors. And I want to turn this into a really cool movement and yeah, just something super cool for you guys to be a part of because one of the things that I always think about like legacies and how to leave your legacy and as deep as that sounds, I think about it for our generation and how do we want to be remembered and how do we want 
people to, yeah, how do we want people to remember us? How are we going to document our stories? And I can be very old school in the sense where I'm like, okay, well, what if Instagram just doesn't exist, uh, you know, like 30 years from now or something? I don't know. And what if, what if I lose all my photos, but we have this notebook and it has all these really cool stories. I don't know. I just, I love writing too. So that's probably something just in me that I really want to do. I want to try it out. Um, as any great idea, as I would always say, it could completely fail, but we're going to try. So we're going to try this and see where it goes. But yeah, so that's to come. What else is happening? I'm going to Minnesota next month to visit. Well, not just visit. I'm going to a wedding. I'm going to Zarina and Rauhi's wedding. And Zarina and Rauhi actually met literally because of Balkan bread basically going to say that. I'm claiming that. That's literally what happened. So there's that. What's happening after that? After that, I am going to California for the Bosnian Diaspora Conference. You guys need to go. It's amazing. I talk about it all the damn time because I love it so much. Um, so yeah, I'm going with a big group of friends. It's going to be so fun and you guys should definitely come out. I'm not speaking this year. I don't think I planned to. I spoke last year and yeah let's let's come let's take some pics oh i'm actually gonna be vlogging so that's the latest thing i need to hold myself to this but it's actually happening i'm going to vlog i'm gonna try to vlog minnesota new york in california and anything else that happens in between because i really want to give you guys a behind the scenes look at what actually goes on and i think there's only so much that you can put into like an Instagram post or a story, but having this like raw video and being able to look at that, I think is so special, not only for you guys, but for me to look back on and think about, oh, that's so cool. You know, that time, like I was thinking about our meetup that we did last March in Michigan and just thinking, I have all these random Snapchat videos of us like doing karaoke really terribly, but that's like kind of all I have in terms of video, but how cool would it be to have like vlogged that? Like I would have loved that to even look back on just for myself. So I'm going to be vlogging. We're going to see how that goes. Should be interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that is it for this episode. It's been quite a random one. So thank you guys. If you're still listening, I hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit more about just what I've been going through lately as far as business goes, where I want to take the brand and yeah, just working and dealing with all kinds of things in life because at the end of the day, it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies and ladybugs. It's not always going to be like that, but you kind of have to remember why you're doing it and yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. That's kind of my motto lately is to just keep going forward and great things are going to come. Great things are coming. They're on the horizon. And with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you guys enjoyed this episode, definitely take a screenshot, whatever platform you're listening on, share it on your Instagram story. Be sure to tag us at Balkan Bread and let me know what your favorite part of the episode was. So thank you guys again for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye guys.